and welcome to the Learn to Code podcast. This is Jorge Escobar, and today we're going to be talking about how to create a readme file. So what is it? Uh, a readme file is a text file that introduces and explains a project. It contains information that is commonly required to understand what the project is about. So basically, it's an introductory document that will tell a newbie, um, anyone else besides yourself, coming into the project, and that document shall explain what the project is about, um, how, to, how to actually get involved with it. Why should I make one? It's an easy way to answer questions that your audience will likely have regarding how to install and use your project and also how to collaborate with you. Most of the time, uh, people that come into contact with your project uh, don't have the patience or time to actually explore the file structure and your files and they just want to be able to read a short description about it and um, and basically get everything handed to them. Uh, this is an easy way to get more people involved, by the way. Who should make it? Anyone who is working on a project, especially if you want others to use it or to contribute to it. If you do have experience reading documentation from other projects, you may even remember how uh, important it is that you have an introductory um, section over there and even some examples of use cases and how to actually install the software. You can even, um, if you are working with large amounts of people on your team, let's say 20 plus, uh, maybe it should be a way better idea to um, complement the readme file with a tutorial video. So when should I make it? Definitely before you show a project to other people or make it public. You may want to get into the habit of making the first file that you create in the project your readme file. This will actually help you because the readme file can be even added to the Git repository or the GitHub repository or whatever tool you use. And you may actually keep track of the changes in your actual readme file and you may leverage the power of Git, for example, uh, to keep updating the readme file in an orderly manner. Where should I put it? Well, mostly in the top level directory of the project. This is where some people um, may actually start reading your project anyway. Uh, code hosting services such as GitHub, Bitbucket, and GitLab will also look for your readme file and display it along with the list of files and directories of your project. So basically you should just put your readme file on the on the root of the project and that should be more than enough to be able to let anyone else to actually see it clearly and find it easily. How should I make it? While readme files can be written in any text file format, the most common one that is used nowadays is Markdown. It allows you to add some lightweight formatting. You can learn more about it here, which is also an episode on the podcast where I talk uh, deeply about Markdown and how to work with Markdown. 
There is also a reference guide on the internet and an interactive tutorial. Some other formats that you may want to see are uh, plain text, restructured text, which is very common on Python projects, and textile. You can also use any text editor. There are plugins for many editors, for example, Atom, Emacs, Sublime Text, Beam, and Visual Studio Code, which is the one that I actually use. Those will allow you to preview Markdown while you are editing it. You can also use a dedicated Markdown editor like Typora or an online like Stack Edit or Dillinger. So now I'm going to give you some suggestions for a good readme file. Remember that every project is different. So consider which of these recommendations or suggestions will apply to yours. If you are going to read or write a very long readme file, you may actually consider um, working with another file format or a document format. You may even consider writing an entire website for your documentation instead of making a very large readme file. So let's get on with it. You should first name your project with a self-explaining name. Then you should add a description. Let people know what your project can do specifically. You may even provide some context and add a link to any reference visitors may be unfamiliar with. Uh, a list of features or a background subsection can also be added here. If there are alternatives to your project, this is a good place to list differentiating factors. Badges. On some readmes, you may see small images that convey metadata, such as whatever or not all the tests are passing for the project. You can use shields to add some of your readme files. Uh, many services also have instructions for adding a badge. Um, depending on the visuals um, of what you are making it, it can be a good idea to include screenshots or even a video. You will frequently see GIFs rather than actual videos. Uh, I may suggest you to just use um, a one image, one simple picture, and then link that picture to the actual YouTube video or the Vimeo video describing your project. Um, an installation section is very common on readme files. Within a particular ecosystem, there may be a common way of installing things, such as using Yarn, Nougat, or Homebrew. However, consider the possibility that whoever is reading your readme file is a novice and would like more guidance. Listing specific steps helps remove ambiguity and gets people to using your project as quickly as possible. You may even send them to another tutorial video just for installation. If it only runs on a, on a specific context like a particular programming language version or operating system or has dependencies that had to be installed manually, also add those to the requirements subsection and even do a tutorial video explaining how to install all those tools. You may need a, a usage section. Use examples liberally and show them, uh, show your people how to actually use your software, how the output is to be expected. It is helpful, it is helpful to have in line in the smallest example of usage that you can demonstrate. For example, 
you may want to explain how to actually get the program going or get the minimal output required for your user to consider your software useful. Add a support section. Tell people where they can go for help, where they can go maybe a forum page, maybe your personal Twitter, maybe there is a Twitter account for your project, maybe you have um, an entire website uh, filled with forums and forum threads for your project, uh, whatever it is, even a, a simple wiki for your project may be helpful. Add a roadmap section. If you have ideas for future releases or future features for your software, it is a good it is a good idea to just list them in the readme file. Contributions. Um, this you may add a contribution section um, where you can state if you are open to contributions. Uh, and what your requirements are for accepting them. For people who want to make changes to your project, it is helpful to have some documentation on how to get started. Perhaps there is a script that they should run or some environment variables that they need to set. Make those uh, steps explicit. This instruction could also be useful to your future self. You can also document commands to link the code or run tests. These steps help to ensure high code quality and reduce the likelihood that the changes inadvertently break something. Having instructions for running tests is especially helpful if it requires external setup, such as starting a Selenium server for testing in a browser. Add an authors and acknowledgement. Show your appreciation to those who had contributed to the project, and obviously you can promote yourself. A license section, add a license section for open source projects. Um, let's say um, how it is actually licensed. I use uh, personally uh, the MIT license for every single project I do, uh, at least the ones that are uh, actually publicly publicized on GitHub. And add finally a project status section. If you had to run out of any, uh, you had to run out of energy from time to time. Sometimes you abandon your project for large periods of time. So put a note at the top of the readme file saying that development has slowed down or just stopped completely. Someone may choose to for your project or volunteer to step in as maintainer or owner, allowing your project to keep going. You can also make an explicit request for maintainers. And that's pretty much what a readme file may actually contain to keep it careful. So thank you for listening and I hope to see you in the next episode.